Welcome back to How to Get Away with Murder. Today, we're talking about how CBS was able to get away with murdering a perfectly good season of Big Brother. <laughs> but, in all seriousness, this is the Get Real Podcast. The show where Garrett, Elsa, and Taj talk about your favorite reality TV shows. And we are talking about, yet again, the disappointing season that is BB22. Drag her uh, through the mud, Taj. Hey, I will say, this was the best week we've had. No, it was not. Well, yes! Which oh, it week was certainly better? was. Which it certainly was, was. You tell me which week was better than this week. That's good. Oh, wait. Probably week one, if I'm being honest. I no. enjoyed watching Davon win the veto. It was a good week for Davon. It was entertaining, but besides that, it was just... It was brutal, man. I it love was like, watching Danny have to nominate four people. I think it's not like this week was way better. I think it was just like we were expecting so little. And so when we get like even the smallest grain of good content, <laughs> we're like, wow, the big brother, they're really doing it. But really, yeah. they're just like <laughs> not making a bad show anymore. Just kidding. It's, oh, well, okay. Anyway. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Very low expectations, but we're getting ahead of ourselves because yeah, we, we barely know a little bit. We don't even know what we're drinking tonight. <laughs> oh, that too. Taj, why don't you? Uh, what start are you us drinking, out? Taj? Um. Well, my mommy made me a drink, and it's like <laughs> mango juice with uh, Lacroix, and maybe like another juice in there. It's a nice so- beverage. So kind of like a mimosa almost. Verge yeah, like mimosa. a a verge like a little, mimosa. Well, ew, did you say verge mimosa? Uh, yeah, I think I did check the tape. If you're going to shorten one, I feel like you have to short, shorten both and call it a verge mim. Or a vermo. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, vermo. That sounds like, like a vermo. pest control like thing. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You got roaches? Vermo. Do you got rats? Spray Ver- your whole house with Vermo. Vermo. Trademark. Wait, how did you get Mo? Mimosa. It's Mimosa. You like took the middle syllable. Mimosa. It's Mimo. It's M I M O. Either way, some magic happens. Elsa, what are you drinking? I am drinking. This is the first time I've ever not been drinking alcohol on a podcast. I'm drinking an Arnie Palmer. Ooh, Arizona Arnie Palmer is the best. It I'm is very drinking good. Pinot Grigio, fourteen hands. Age ten dollars. Wow, what's the age? Ten dollars. Oh my god, where did you get it? Fries. Did you a let whole it bottle for ten dollars? Yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, did you let it breathe, Garrett? It's white wine. You don't have to let it breathe. But I did chill it. <laughs> yeah, Elsa. You Get don't fuck- have to let it breathe. <laughs> <laughs> red wine has to breathe. Shit. And especially good red wine, you want to breathe. That's why people use those things called decanters that just look like fancy pitchers with all like the holes and stuff in it. And got all those swirlies. Yep. Yeah, I got yep, my yep, mom yep, one yep, of those yep. for her birthday once. It's called a decanter. Mm-hmm. Decanter, 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 decanter. Anyways, let's talk about Big Brother. I mean, oh, I honestly, guess. Too, dude. I, I don't. I, guess so. I didn't mind this week that much. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. Um, 
I think it helps that we got like all of the people of color off the block. Uh, that was made me enjoy the week more. The First best time ever. Part. I did love that. <laughs> I mean, it was after they got saved. Put on the block. From the block. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but at least like the end result wasn't like the worst. I mean, it was bad, but it could have been worse. I, I, I hate it this week. I was like, I watched both episodes last night and I was just like dreading oh. going through it. Yeah. Or I missed, sorry. I missed uh, the veto episode. So I watched the veto and then mm-hmm. the eviction last night. Oh, gotcha, I did gotcha. not watch the veto. I did not have time. <laughs> I love. Why is that funny? Episode. I didn't have time. <laughs> Wait, so do you even know what the veto competition was? You were like, yeah. don't spoil me on it. It's just no, funny you were like, this thing. week is so good. And you're like, I haven't watched an episode. <laughs> I didn't say that this week was good. I was making oh, fun yeah. of you for saying it was good. Oh, okay. I feel like we need to like set, this, set the record straight. This week was good by BB22 standards. Yes. By BB standards, still like a three or four out of ten. Like not good. Not <laughs> a good week. Yeah. Um, this season, the committee makes me want to... <laughs> Yeah. Who, who went home on Enzo's HOH? Um, was that the when was it was that Christmas Janelle? and Kaser? Was, that was the, oh no, yeah, Kaser. That was Kaser. Ty, yeah, Janelle was Tyler. I think I liked Enzo's more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I like Enzo's HOH more. You said name a better week. There you Why? go. Why? Nothing happened. At least stuff I happened just, this week. It got. I got so mad, man. <laughs> What was that? Da Vinci? Da Vinci? I opened Twitter um, and I was not anticipating that video playing. <laughs> well, we maybe we should just dive right into it. We should just bite the bullet and get, yeah, rip the bandaid off and talk about I have about... a quick question. <laughs> Unrelated. Is Charlie Puth gay? No. no. I wish he was. But I don't think oh. he is. He's so good looking. Anyway. Then wouldn't she want him to be yeah, straight or, or, is or bi? You? Well, but I'm saying, is he gay? Because if not, sh- didn't he date Selena Gomez? Oh my God! What? Okay, so? I'm googling that. I'm Did- fairly certain Charlie dated Selena. Whenever I hear Charlie Puth, I always kind of think of that uh, Noah Cyrus Ugh. and Lil Xan. Yes, they about? dated. She, he also dated Bella Thorne. Wow. The girl who ruined OnlyFans. <laughs> yes, Charlie Puth dated Selena Gomez, but he said that their relationship failed because she was in love with Justin Bieber. Yes, yes I remember. I remember this. I think they got back together after she broke up with Charlie, but I don't, don't cite me on that. Um, so we start Imagine- out... Being in love with Justin Bieber. Oh my gosh. Do you remember way back at the beginning of quarantine when like the biggest drama was when all the celebrities were like, imagine there's no heaven. Yeah. They all sang it on like their <laughs> mansion balconies. That was so that good. That seems like another time. That's like I have <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. You don't? You don't remember no, that? I don't know what you mean. I don't also, know what this okay. is. It was like Gal Gadot was like the, oh. the main person. And yeah. They- I picturing Sarah Paulson in my head doing this. Possibly. Probably. It was like a montage video of a bunch of celebrities singing like parts of Imagine, but 
they all did it from like their mansions and like it was just very cringy and uncomfortable but it's so funny it's so funny specifically the gal gadot clip is like memed a lot imagine this no heaven it's like an iconic memory for 2020 like looking back on 2020 you're gonna have to bring that up like in class kids are gonna have to write a yeah an ap an ap world history they're gonna have to write a dbq on it i feel like we've talked about this on the (laughs) podcast before but just in case anybody um is wondering our stance on this carol baskin did kill her husband just saying yeah i agree fully that is the official stance of the get Get real Real. podcast i feel like we need a tabulator (laughs) to keep track of all of our official stances we've made um what we're pro what we're against should i start writing stuff down (laughs) you can if you want i meant like i would hope a listener would do it but you can do it too i'm gonna do it just because um i don't trust i don't trust any bitches Let's talk about Big Brother, though. <gasps> oh, my God. That or just not. reminded me of something that happened to me today. I'm so sorry. I'm Every so time, sorry, no, but I have to. This whole podcast is going to be us this. saying, but let's talk about Big Brother. And then the next yeah. subject will come up, and then an hour will pass, and we'll be like, oh, that was the week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye. Today, today, like an hour ago, I got sent a dick pic. But he wrote the word bitch on his penis and sent it to me. Like in Sharpie or like or Snapchat? Like, Snapchat. like yeah, on Snapchat. The same thing. Uh, yeah. That's so... Did you screenshot it? No. You should have. I probably should have. Every person that I've told about this was like, oh, you should have screenshotted it. You should have screenshotted it and then posted it on Twitter. But he and I have like... We, he and I have like a mutual agreement that like we're just not... We don't Snapchat each other's... We don't snap or what's the word? We don't click each other's pics. What is it? What? What's the word? Screenshot. Yeah, we don't Screen- screenshot. E- <laughs> we don't screenshot each other's snaps. We don't click each other's pics. Maybe we don't screenshot each other's pictures. That's just I, out of respect. I'm Maybe he was. Why me. was he calling you a bitch? Was it like a joking um, thing? Because he asked me to. S- <laughs> are you sure he wasn't in like danger because, are you and sure he was you want to talk to about this on the pod <laughs> because, what if he was trying to send because, a message and bitch he, is like an abbreviation because he because he asked me to suffocate him with my pussy and i said no <laughs> what what a man dude this guy's bold i think we need to cut this whole segment <laughs> out <laughs> you don't have to i think this is so funny this guy is bold dude this man is very bold. I've known him for so long. He has a tattoo of me on his leg. What? What do you mean of you? Like, your face? Yeah. Tell him to send a picture a of joke, it right? and this screenshot it. No, this, I have a picture of it. Okay, you need to get a picture, and then we're tweeting it from the Get Real account. And say, <laughs> this is the tattoo we were talking about. Next week on Get Real, we're going to have Elsa's boy toy. Yeah, get him on the podcast. On the podcast. I, will, I will also say, and I feel like... I don't know if this will make you guys hate this more. I have never met him. No, okay, this wait, is the no, no, no. Craziest story I've ever heard. No, so how have you never? How, told why me would this? he? Why would he have a tattoo of you if you've never met him? There's well, I okay, cat. so uh, like we're I. If I uh-huh. explaining this to somebody who 
who I don't want to judge me, I say that we're pen pals. Like, we've known each other for a really long time, yeah. just, like, online. No, I get that. Have you, like, I FaceTimed like at least? Um, I feel like we have. Do you know what his voice even sounds like? Yes. <laughs> and I know I how like I know how tall he is, and I know his genetic background, oh and God. I know where he vacations. Like I you know, know his genetic you, background. Well, like, you know where I, he vacations. <laughs> this is getting weirder and weirder. Okay, well, I mean, everyone. We have like a very long-term intimate relationship. Like basic, like people, like we could be dating, but we're just not. Listeners, you wanted to get him. real. This is real. We're getting real right now. Yeah, uh, this is it. catfish. Gonna, to... Maybe he's a catfish. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I think. I also, I'm like, how do he's you know this a... is? I have is who her, he is. I have known her for five years. Her, him. Okay, that would have that would put too many twists on the I story. Have known I was like, her. this is a trans woman too. Like, this is the craziest story I've ever heard. I don't know how. I... Oh that's my god. You? That's what he said. That was me. For our listeners, it's like it a at least cartoon basic. drawing that yeah, looks it's not, nothing like Elsa. It's not like, well, but at the time, what do you mean it doesn't look anything like me? What if he does that to every girl? He's like, I got to tattoo you. you. <laughs> yeah. Pen pal. Pen pal number know. two. He told me it was me, and I think it looks like me. Okay. I'm not going to stop your Especially uh, because he got it when my face was a lot skinnier. He's got it. You good, Taj? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we are 13 minutes into the podcast and have talked to zero Big Brother. We should probably talk I about I have. It. Okay, let's talk about Big Brother. Well, Elsa's known about this guy so long, he could be her Big Brother. That's not how brothers work, Taj. I know. I do I not want to, to be her Big Brother. I was trying to do something. Nice. And it you tried work. to segue. You tried to I tried. segue. It's okay. That's, that's all that matters. So, let's talk him? about it. No, that's Moira. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. So Let's we get the um, the comp, which is the wall comp, the famous, famous wall comp, which I hate that it's famous because, spoiler alert, this is my least favorite comp they ever do on Big Brother. It's yeah. just an endurance comp. It's I the mean, same like... comp every season. It's always boring, and they always make it last way too long in the episode, I feel like. Well, I feel like, I mean, the episode, yeah, they may not last a while, but I mean, you got to like recycle all of them. If they're doing, I mean, think of how how many HOHs they have every season. They're going to have to. Why do they have to do the wall comp every season? At at least they change the theme of it, you know? Well, yeah, but they change the theme of it all every This is the same comp that that we had from um, Get Your Buzzer Ready Taj. From BB20. That uh, Sam wins. <laughs> that Sam wins where yeah. she goes, Tyler, let go! Get down, Tyler! Get yeah. down, Tyler! And Tyler's like, Sam, Jay's always give it to you. Just chill out. But it's like it's like in Survivor when they do like the pole one where they have to like yeah, but go it, on the pole. But it's but not every that, season. Like, but And that's yeah. like... In, that makes sense in Survivor. Like, in Survivor, it's all about like... And like actually about physical stuff and endurance and you're surviving and in this it's like stand on this billboard for an hour i i have to disagree i think yeah i disagree about, on that regard 
it's all it's endurance and like the thing with i think which is interesting about big brother competitions is all they're they vary a lot like one of them's math there's another where it's just hide stuff hide and go seek and then they have endurance oh. comps and i i'm i'm completely fine with this i'm fine seeing it once a year it doesn't bother me i have no issue with this being a big brother comp but given that you've only watched two seasons i feel like you don't have the yeah repetition that i've experienced where it's like it's not just like it's not like the pole comp in survivor where everyone knows that comp and it's come about like a lot of times but it's not every season it's not like every literally every season back to back to back big brother it's every season it's almost always the same week and it's it's like known like it's like the wall comps coming like when's the wall comp gonna be oh yeah that, that's like, fair the repetition portion, yeah like i get that come up with something else like there's other endurance comps you can do i have no issue with the literal competition it's just like we've done it so many times what are you showing us now also <laughs> Uh, my friend sent me a picture of my other friend with her heart, with a heart around her head, and then she wrote Taj's name. Ooh. Ooh. Hi. Hold She's up, I'll flex. So she, I'll flex in a picture. She, oh. Ugh, just stretching, just stretching. <laughs> Ugh, just stretching. Hey. Hi. Um, <laughs> yeah, but regardless. So... During the HOH comp, we get cuts to, like, other things that happened, you know, like, before the eviction. Um, and one of them, we get the Davon and Christmas deal, which is, like, yeah, it's, it's whatever. Um, Davon doesn't win HOH, so I guess that was basically irrelevant to show. Um, but I do think it's – I think we should talk about Davon throwing the HOH and then fake faking it. Oh, yeah. Th that I, was I, hilarious. I, Iconic. Iconic. I thought it was amazing. And I think the more amazing part was that she had everyone fooled. I'm not just talking about the people in the house. The live feeds were completely fooled by this. Yeah. Like, when the episode aired was when everyone was like, Davon, yes, queen, like, you oh, did that. I bet everyone was like, wig. Shut up. Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it's just between us. It's just <laughs> our language. Wig. No, wig, right? Well, this, ep okay, I will say this week had a bunch of fake crying, which some of it was funny. Yeah. The others, not so funny. We'll get into that later, but. Yeah, they, I feel like. Um, nothing really happens in the HOH besides Davon throwing it, and then they kind you can kind of yada yada it until the end when Cody, Nicole, and Danny are left. Um, I thought this was really interesting for a couple reasons. One, Danny being like, "I want to throw this competition," and then winning it, yeah, quote unquote, on accident. But then also, I I thought it was funny how like Cody and Nicole were both trying to throw it and just like did a better job than Danny. Um, can you guys hear my roommates? No. Okay. Yeah, it's because, like, Danny wanted to outlast Tyler. Tyler goes out. Danny wanted to wait and make it seem like she wasn't throwing. And then Nicole drops. As, yeah. And then Cody's like, shit, I got to go down. Yep. Pretty much. 
Danny played this wrong. She did not need to win this HOH. Well, she all. didn't want to. I yeah. know, but I'm saying she should have just fallen like sooner. Like I don't know why how she ended up in this. I guess one of the three was probably going to end up in the spot no matter what. Yeah. Because they were all like, we don't want Tyler to win it. but Which is stupid because of how the week ended up. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to that. But Danny whole, Danny's whole thing about like, if you're going to go after Tyler, you can't miss. Meanwhile, she not only misses, she like puts him up and says like, he's a pawn basically. Which is just ridiculous um she said that tyler was a pawn yeah to him at least oh yeah and he I missed, I essentially was that. right because ian went home yeah um but let's not talk about that yet we don't have to break yeah. that we don't have to, to be so harsh i don't um, cry <laughs> r.i.p I feel like this whole episode, Danny was pretty much going back and forth with like whether or not she wanted to pull the trigger on Tyler. Do you think that that would have been the right move for her this week? Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, they still have a numbers majority without them. I Five think it was people. so dumb that they didn't get Tyler out this week. I yeah. Agree. There was like, th- what? They have like three people, three or four people who are like, quote unquote, floaters, which is like Davon, Kevin, David, and Ian. So I guess four. Enzo is pretty aligned with most people. They still will have had a majority of five at least. I guess it would have been a tie, but I mean, still, it, it would have been better to just take out Tyler. I'm just yeah. so annoyed by like the lack of like gumption that any of these players are showing besides Davon. Like Davon is literally the first person to make a move in the game yeah. that like changed things and didn't just like keep with the status quo like what is happening in this house like do these people all think that they like somehow they all think that they're the top of the alliance which is just crazy to me yeah i think it's like literally a point where it's like they're like oh any move you make is a big move and then you're deemed as a threat so it's just like might as well not make a move at all but yeah Yeah, davon mm -hmm. did something which was a big move and it was great for her game she kept someone who's a number to her. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I think that if she were to make it to the end, that would be very beneficial because she has been staying loyal to the people that she's loyal to. And she's the only freaking person who's making move. I think that's one of the hardest parts about this being an all-star season is that Everybody thinks that they're a target for one reason or another. Yeah. And so everyone is too scared to make, like, any real moves because they're like, I don't want to inflate the target that's on my back. But if everybody has a target, does anybody really have a target? <laughs> hmm? I think that I have, I've been, like, really, like, sitting on, like, the whole Big Brother All-Stars thing. For some reason, I just think Big Brother doesn't work as well in an all-star season as Survivor does. I don't know why, but I just get this, like, how do I put this? Like, Big Brother is reliant on pawns. And I'm not even talking about Big Brother in, like, the pawn sense. I'm talking about people like 
Caitlin. I'm, I'm going to do all BB20 references for y'all. So hit the bell. All right. Um, every time, or is this just going to be one big BB20 reference? Do it every time. Do it every sure, time. Every time. I'm thinking like HOH is like Caitlin, like Sam, even like a JC, which I know we never got in HOH, um, or even like a Scotty who weren't like controlling a majority alliance, but were doing the dirty work of the majority of an alliance, right? Like Caitlin did Tyler's dirty work by backdooring Swaggy. We got yeah. the big move, but Tyler didn't have to get the blood on his hands, right? There's no Caitlins in this game right now. People who yeah. feel like they need to prove themselves for some reason or another because they are all all stars, quote unquote. Whereas in Survivor, it's so much more fluid. Like things just shake up all the time. Um, I think the big reason that's different is because in uh in big brother people are like outward like you have to nominate people Mm -hmm. and you have to like yep outwardly be against somebody and that's a lot harder to do than sneaking around being like yo let's get them out like oh let's do this let's do this we're in big brother it's like i hate you no i think you hit the nail on the head with that I got to say, to me, that seems like it would be the opposite. Because in Survivor, you don't know who's going home until the final vote is read, you know? And so you feel like it could be me. They could blindside me. So I feel like Survivor All-Stars would be more likely to play it safe. Whereas Big Brother, you go, okay, I'm nominated. At least I know that as a chance I'm going home. But I could play for the veto and say myself or get pulled. So I feel like why not make ballsier plays in big brother you know because i don't know i think in big brother the difference is you have to essentially have two targets every round yeah whereas in survivor you can have a singular target and eliminate them and there's little to no repercussion because there's not someone else you're considering right with big brother yeah. there's always one person that's gonna be left in the game afterwards that knows you wanted them on the block that's where like pawns yeah, come okay. in right it's all about like convincing them that they're the pawn. But in all-star seasons, what's happening is they don't even want pawns. Like they're not even trying to go after power players because they just want to get no blood on their hands every week. They want someone else to be the one to make the first move, but because they all want someone else to be the one to make the first move, no one's making any move, right? Whoever turns first is likely to get their head cut off is the thing. Yeah. Survivor. Yeah. Like in Survivor, historically, it's been the opposite. We're like, I mean, or not even the opposite. I think historically, Survivor All-Star seasons have had a lot of variance in them. Where, um, like, All-Stars, Survivor All-Stars, all the, like, um, all the non-All-Stars teamed up, basically, right? And I mean that in, like, a loving way, because I like all the people on that season. But Season 8 of Survivor... All the winners get taken out first. All the big threats, you know, yeah, yeah. The Rob C's get taken out first. And all the people who maybe didn't make it as far or didn't make as much of an impact in the survivor verse made it to the end. And that's why people generally don't like all stars. Then you go to like heroes versus villains, the opposite thing happened, right? Like Parvati and Sandra, two winners, both make the final tribal council. 
cut to winners at war. Tony wins. Like, yeah. you have all this crazy variance in Survivor All-Star seasons because people are playing it as if this is the game in this moment. Here I am now. For some reason, Big Brother, like, like why is Nicole not a target? It makes no sense to me. Like, yeah. It, yeah. it generally, genuinely baffles me because she's a winner. And she's done well on both of her seasons before this. And she's clearly doing well now. Do they well, not maybe, see how that's a big threat? Maybe that's the thing is if you're up there, you're in the, up in the final two against Nicole, you're going to say, oh, I made all the moves. I wasn't crying all the time. And also she's won before. So maybe, maybe they have that sort of mindset where it's people would rather vote for like Cody to win over Nicole rather than Nicole to win over Cody. I would say that that's true, but also I think it's like a fallacy. And hear me out on it. Okay. I want to see, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Okay. Yeah. If you were on the jury and it's a final two and two, let's pretend like two people who played relatively similar games, right? Like two committee members are there. One of them's a winner. One of them isn't as a juror. Are you more likely to give it to the person who hasn't won or are you more likely to give it to the person who has now made the final two twice and has already won and give them the second win and be like, you balled out. Like it, that was super impressive. I think it can go either way because Russell didn't beat Sandra, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I would definitely agree with that and say it definitely makes sense. I think it definitely could be either way where you can see him as a goat or yeah, it's like, you know, you're a previous winner. You have a huge target on your back and you made it here. And you you still made to it again. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree at that point. It's like, here's like in this, in survivor terms, right? If Sandra or Tony ever make it to a final tribal council again, they will be the first three time winner. Unless yeah. they are completely like neutered somehow which is just not possible. Like that's never going to happen. Right. Like unless they were like completely taken out of the game to where the people were like, you're literally a goat. We're bringing you to the end to use you as a goat. You're never going to have any agency in this game. That's just not going to happen. Right. If Sandra or Tony make it to the final three again, they win the third time. I just think that's like hands down. Like that's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. I agree with that. Also, I think the same thing if it's like a fan favorite, like let's say Janelle is able to make it to the end. Janelle wins. I like no matter who she's against. Cause I feel like all the jurors, such big fans of big brother are going to say, well, that's Janelle. We can give her a first win. It's like in survivor. If back to, we're doing another survivor comparison, if it's Suri in the end, a fan favorite since what? 2006. Who's never won. Yeah. They would give her that chance to win a million dollars. If she Certainly. was there. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. If it's like, Davon versus Nicole in the final two. I hope to God that the jury votes for Davon for like Nicole... so many reasons, but Ugh. Nicole winning this season might be the darkest timeline, but I My... <laughs> have decided it's not because Memphis and Christmas are worse. Yeah. Nicole well, winning. it was just getting to the, the veto episode yeah. <laughs> before we get there. Elsa, are you good? I'm good. Why? I feel like you haven't talked that much tonight. <sighs> I just, yeah, I'm good. Elsa's okay. really thinking about that picture she receives. Um, I do want to talk about one <laughs> thing, though. <laughs> okay, 
want to know what I was thinking about? Hmm. Um, because you brought up Caitlyn from BB20. And I just saw this. Are you pointing at Taj to do the bun? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know if that was a guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know how she just started a podcast, but do you know do you guys know what it is? No. No. So it's it is a big brother podcast, but it's her and a psychic and the psychic like psychically analyzes what's been going on in a house and like analyzes people's auras or something, which is not how psychics work. You have to be there in person. That's not how psychics work. But That is insane. But it's like her and a psychic talking about like the energy of Big Brother. That is isn't crazy. That, isn't that, that is insane? Crazy. Yeah. I mean, and, Caitlin's kind of insane. So And they had uh, James McCool on their on an episode of their podcast. No way. They did. Taj, do you not recognize that name? He's Googling. I know I you're Googling it. It's the James... dude from Love Island. What dude from Love Island? James! <laughs> His last name is McCool? You didn't know no that? No fucking way, dude. Yeah. J- they had James. I don't know if it was a Big Brother episode or if it was just like they Another did a, a podcast episode with James McCool. But I, because I follow her on Instagram, and she was like, "Send us questions that you want to ask James." Ugh. That is insane. I follow her on yeah. Twitter. Um, I did want to talk about one thing, and I know we're kind of trying to keep this podcast a little less serious tonight. I did want to bring up one thing that was kind of serious that was brought up, not in a sad way though. It's just more like not a funny thing. Kevin talking about the LGBT community. And oh yeah! Oh yeah! Wanting to do them he, right and wanting to do them right, I need to like talk about this, mm-hmm. and I know Elsa might have thoughts on it too. Uh, Taj, you're also welcome to speak. I just don't know if you want to. About <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, like, I I feel like we've been harsh on Kevin, it, like more than other characters on the season. We make fun of him more. But for me, that comes from a place of love. Like I really love. Oh yeah. I really oh, love yeah. Kevin. So getting that out of the way, like the reason I'm comfortable like making fun of his isms is because I really like him. Um, that being said, he is not playing a good game this season. No. But that should not reflect. He should not have to represent our community. And no. that's the thing that frustrates yeah. me the most is that he feels that he may be doing a disservice to the LGBTQ community based on his game. And for me, that's very frustrating because it shouldn't be on his shoulders to represent an entire group of people. Um, Such a diverse group of people too. Such a diverse group of people. Mm -hmm. And it hurts me. Like I'm kind of welling up right now thinking about like how I would feel. That's yeah, because that's so hard. And this is why like representation matters and like why diversity in the show matters. It's like I feel so bad for Kevin that he feels like what he does is going to reflect on an entire community of people because it does is the thing. Like that's the hard truth is that the community may not feel like it does, but the casual fan base does. CBS is an CBS is an incredibly conservative network. Yeah. So the way Kevin is being portrayed is probably one of the most like 
gay things some people see on their television week to week. Yeah. And it hurts me. It like hurts me to my soul that this man who is not playing well is not like a fan favorite is feeling all this pressure. But I think the thing people are forgetting about Kevin is he's trying at least. Like yeah. I, yeah. so many I big brother like- players are comfortable and not trying. But I feel like he is putting his all into it, even if it's not successful. Um, yeah. So I just want to say thank yeah. you, Kevin. You're doing a great job. You Shout shouldn't out. have to represent everyone. I wish you could hear me right now. Yeah. It, that Yeah. But I mean, even – I think that's – to – and yeah, just to expect that – because like we said, the LGBTQ community is so diverse. Like, even you saying that to me right now, like, it didn't even, like, it sounds weird to me, like, oh, that's us, like, Garrett and I, we are in, like, that's mm-hmm. us together. Yeah. Like, we are in that bubble. That And, like, not saying that I don't like Garrett, but, like, and we don't have a lot of things in common, but like that wouldn't, that doesn't click in my mind because not only are we like, we exist as two very different people, but like we exist in two very different spheres of the LGBTQ community. So it's, yeah, that sucks. And I yeah. just, I just want Big Brother to do better. I really hated how they, Talk, I mean, they had Kevin say that like he wanted to get into Big Brother because of the diversity that it shows but I do not feel like Big Brother has a diverse no. casting pool at all oh. I think Wait, did he say that yeah in the show yeah. he says that oh I think that there should be at least three to four LGBTQ contestants on every season along with like half the cast should be POC um yeah but like Jeez. that's it's just yeah and like the it the stereotypes is also a thing like kevin is a stereotype but that's who he is like i'm not trying to blame kevin for that you know what i mean yeah like kevin on the show is fine when it's just kevin's on the show that's where yeah. the problem comes in yeah and that's what they do i mean every gay person they cast on big brother is like flamboyantly extra like, you can go back, like, the last eight to ten seasons, and it's like that. Um, like JC. JC. Tommy, yeah. Tommy from BB21. Ramsey's from BB19. Um, I don't think there was a gay man in BB18. Oh, no, Jose. Jose, super flamboyant. BB17. Um, Jason, super flamboyant. BB16, Frankie Grande, Ariana Grande's brother. Oh my super god, flamboyant. It was on Big he... Brother. Yes. Yeah, not even what celebrity, season? like regular Big Brother. BB16. Oh, oh my god. Wasn't that oh, wow. Devon's season? Yeah. No, 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 no. Before Devon. Was that Derek's season? Was that was Derek's season. Yeah. And Derek Nicole, and Cody. And Cody. Yeah. Um, BB15, Andy, who wins, like you can go back historically and just look at like the quote unquote gay man. They are all very similar and it's very frustrating. Um, And I think that's why Kevin feels a lot of pressure because he's the only representation. um, And that stereotype has been only represented over and over again. 
I will give Big Brother one and only prop, one and only. Christy Murphy from BB21, who I know you two don't know, but Mm-mm. I will explain her, was amazing casting. I will stand behind this. She was a phenomenal casting choice. She was lesbian, but her character was more like Caitlyn. She was Caitlyn 2.0. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So instead of, you know, Kevin, JC, uh, those types of people whose character is like gay. Yeah. Her character was like, like mystic spirit liberalism. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't about her sexuality and she was a power player. So like Christy across the board was just like much better representation in my opinion. I think that's, you could say maybe not to quite the same extent, but, um, Casey from BB20. Oh, yeah. I feel like also, well, because (laughs) I have, I like, yes and no, but continue. Like, I'm not saying to any extent because I do think she, not that there's anything wrong with this, she kind of has that, like, like the butch lesbian, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lesbians are tougher kind of energy, but, but I think the part that I like about it is that she can have that, but they didn't even really, they talked about her sexuality in like one episode really late season. Like it, Mm -hmm. it wasn't ever about like that part of her identity. Yeah. Yeah. But also like she, you know, she is a football player. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah. obviously she's going to be the more athletic, the more jockey type. Well, the, which I think you know, it's saying, not like she was like a yeah. So well, I, I think what we're saying is not like that. The people themselves are like playing up a stereotype. I think that's just who they are. Yeah. But the casting department still kind of picks people who fill stereotypes. Oh yeah. And like I think Casey is still in some ways a stereotype of like yeah. the yeah. mask lesbian. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, and I told no, and I totally agree with that. Like, like Casey's great, and I think I love Casey. I think she's a great like representative of Big Brother, um, even if she's not the best TV. But I still wish like she didn't have to carry like her and JC should not have had to carry like the LGBTQ LGBTQ community on their backs in BB20. Same with Kevin and BB22. Like it's just it's frustrating. It's annoying. But we've yeah. talked about this to death. Let's move on. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I just want to say I know my opinion and my stance obviously doesn't carry a greater weight than both of you guys because obviously he's not representing me. He's representing you guys. But I agreed with you guys' opinions on that, and I do think. I think that, it's important as an yeah. ally to say that, though. So I. Yeah. is an ally. Yeah, certainly. as he has said. About several groups <laughs> in several episodes. Taj is an ally. He is an ally. I'm an all-around lover besides Taj, Trumpers. Taj gets women. Taj gets the gays. <laughs> um, I did want to say... Mean I can say wig? Yes, you can say wig. <laughs> um, I did want to bring up one thing that I noticed in this episode, too, that was like ridiculously funny to me. It was Danny talking to Nicole about if Tyler should go up or not, right? Mm-hmm. And they referenced like how Christmas would get really upset and they cut to Christmas 
Did you notice this? No. Oh my gosh. Like, you know how the, the cut thing I told you about and you guys like, yeah. so they did the thing to Christmas, right? And she's doing like the like thing where you hold like your hand in front of your mouth and go, girl, 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 girl. They showed that a couple times. And they cut to that and played jingle bells over it. And yeah, it, yeah. And I wasn't like watching the TV when it happened. So all of a sudden I heard, girl, 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 ding, 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 ding. And I was like, what is happening? Like, what a change. And then it goes away. It's like a, it's like a one second clip. I'm happy you mentioned that because I never would have remembered it. <laughs> so I wrote down, what was that Christmas cut in all caps? Because I was like, what is happening? Well, we should get to the noms. Oh, also Danny... Kevin says pawn says pawn, which I thought was really funny because it's the yeah. opposite of Sandra saying queen says queen, adios. Pawn says pawn. Have either of you watched that season of Survivor? Eight? It's... No, 34. Eight. Oh. <laughs> 34. Well, I meant to say seven, which was Sandra's first season, but yes, it was. 30, and I appreciate yeah. that you knew that. 34? Yeah, that's game changers. I've mm-hmm. seen it. Sadly. Okay. I'm, not, sadly. Not, I'm not. Which queen I should because I used to love Sarah Lucina. Oh, yeah. You should yeah, watch it. It's not a good season, though. As, as the um, all star seasons of Survivor, yeah. it's probably the weakest. Oh, it, I agree 100%. It's my least favorite. You can tie it with survivor all-stars season eight as like, i like that one more i mean yeah it still has some awful moments and some uncomfortability oh god but at least at least it has like a storyline that you can follow game changers is so all over the place like one minute like you're like oh i totally know where the season's going and the next minute you're like what the hell meanwhile the sarah winner edit is like completely telegraphed from the very first couple episodes like yeah. I was not, I know we talked about it and Elsa made fun of me. I was not into Edgic at the time. Like everyone's, you're both into Edgic at least a little bit. You yeah, don't I'm realize it. I, I look out no, for the I understand it. it. But like, like you'll, you start to pick up on like, oh, I know who's going home based on this scene that they're showing, yeah. right? I, you you listen, start to get that stuff. Okay. I agree with this because... I don't know if you guys remember this, but I think about it all the time. And I'm Wait, sad Can I about guess it. what you're about to say? Yeah. Is this when we were all watching Winners at War and then we were like, okay, who's going to go home today? And then we all voted. And then you're like, wait, I think I know who's going to do it. I'm going to write down a sticky note. And then you ended up being right about it, but it was after you already casted who you think was going to go home. So you think at the point? No, it's that I... Oh, <laughs> I got it right every time. No, yeah. there was the Ethan thing. When you're like, oh, I know who's going to go home, and you wrote Ethan's name on a piece of paper. Maybe that one time. But I almost every single time for challenges and yeah. who's going home, I almost got it every single time. There's no, I, the, I mean, there is, there is edic for challenges. I don't know why I said that. But there's a formula. My point was, it, they change it throughout the seasons too. My point was, even as a regularly, like, I wouldn't say casual, but, like, 34 was the last season before I got really into the Survivor Reddit, really into, like, the whole community, right? Like, mm-hmm. RHAP. Yeah. Like, Game Changers was my last season of just being, like, a once-a-week viewer with my family. Yeah. I was never a casual because I remembered things, and, like, I read about it on Wikipedia. But I was more casual, right? And I knew Sarah was winning 
for so long. <laughs> I just like felt it in my bones. I was like, why is she getting all these confessionals? Like in it's Sarah. Bones. Cause like, it'd be weird. It'd be like a Sandra confessional, a Sari confessional, a JT confessional, Sarah Lucina. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Um, anyways. Let's get back into the lesser of the reality shows on CBS. Certainly the lesser. And um, let's talk about Danny not being able to make up her mind goes with the quote unquote safe noms. Well, we have to of, do the, oh yeah, we have to say who the noms are. Yeah. David <laughs> and Kevin. <laughs> but then. But then. The creepy lady who scares me says, the disruptor power is in play. Ooh, she freaked the, me out. The seductive voice gonna, lady. I thought you were gonna say something about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, the voice, the voice lady who is like disruptor power. Like she freaked me said, out. I did not when like you her. You said the creepy lady. Definitely <laughs> thought you were gonna say something about Krampus. Krampus. David <laughs> uses the disruptor power, saves himself. I can't with this whole I, fucking sequence, dude. Oh. I thought it was so funny. Da- First of all, I thought David's crying was pretty good. Taking a playbook out of a, or taking an act out of Davon's playbook. I thought his crying was good. And the whole sequence of him going, did you save me? To like Kevin. He goes up to everyone. He said it to Kevin? Yeah. I he went up to Kevin. Why would Kevin save him? It was like Kevin and like someone else. Like um, Kevin and like Danny or Nicole or something. He's like, did you save me? Kevin's like, no. If I had it, I would have saved myself. <laughs> David, I thought it was David so is, funny. David Let me say this. is so dumb. If, I, if David was on Survivor, I would love him. And I'm telling you that now. Because Survivor editing is better than Big Brother editing. For oh, like, by far. By far. I think it's because they have the, they have the um, privilege of knowing how the season plays out before they edited it. Yeah. David would be a comic relief character akin to Angelina Keeley because he's so oh freaking bad at this. He's so funny. Like I truly, truly this week sold me as like David is an all-star because he's so bad. Like it's so funny. Yeah. To me. Like his fake crying. I loved the little moment in the diary room. Like when it like, cut to him in the middle of him crying and he just like, looks up from crying like so smiles funny. And goes, so funny i saw so many tweets of that clip and people being like this is why i don't trust men <laughs> i this this week like this was a good week for david like <laughs> i watched good it in a bad way though I okay, it like. was good in like a you like him more like it i was, was a, like this was is awesome week. it was a good so week funny. to laugh at slash with david yeah, and you know, he saved himself. Good for him. He made a play for himself, which he probably I, would have gone home. I think that this is a hard bet. Part of me, I think David is going to make it farther than da- Davon and Kevin. Stop. Agreed. I don't think he will. Say that. I think I'm, he will too. I don't want to, I'm not trying, I'm not saying I want him to. Part of me does kind of want him to because I think that'd be <laughs> hilarious. I definitely think he'll outlast at least one or two people in the commission. So, uh, 
so this is a veto episode. Um, I really liked this veto competition. Uh, it was new. It was fresh. It's not like the most interesting, but it was funny. I liked it. I don't mind the hokiness of the comp. I didn't like the stupid shrink ray thing. Yeah, I was going to say that was so cringe when Nicole was shooting it. And they're like, where'd they go? But I, I liked the veto. I thought it was, yeah, it was like fun. It was like something we haven't seen. Like, I like the pun, microbrew. Yeah. Cute. It's mini cute. bar. Then, I have a question. Yeah. So if they were shrunk by a shrink ray. They weren't shrunk. They were enlarged. Yeah. They were enlarged by the shrink. Okay, I didn't watch yeah. this episode. Oh. So I'm no. not aware of the lore. Okay, it was like a teleporter ray. Um, and I believe the lore is that the teleporter malfunctioned. And they ended up growing really big when they got sent through the teleporter. Hence why they have all these tiny little beer cans in front of them. Okay. They have to stack I them. thought that they got zapped with a shrink ray. And then my question was, if they are that small, how big are these cans actually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> atomic, atomic, I, size like atomic size cans. Atomic size cans. That's like I think people would pay a lot of money. Atomic brew. That reminds yeah. me of like the have you been a have either of you been to Disney World? I don't know if this is yes. at Disneyland. Yes. No. Disney World. Have you Epcot. been to Hollywood Studios? Not Epcot. Epcot! Hollywood Studios, California. Yes, I've been to Hollywood Studios. Do you know like the nope. Bugs Life Playground? Oh, it's gone now, but yeah. It's gone? You it's gone no, at Disneyland. Actually, yeah, it was at Disneyland, Disneyland, but it's it's gone now. Yeah. That's so sad. But anyway, you get the gist of it. It's like big stuff, right? <laughs> That's yeah. what makes me think yeah. of. Well, like, now, think... That, now they've got that same thing in Toy Story Land. Oh, they have Toy Story? I think, Garrett, you would like mm-hmm. it because the it's Disneyland replaced Bugs Life and they're going to put in a Marvel thing. So yeah, I think they, they're replacing it with Marvel stuff. I want a whole Marvel theme park. Yeah. Well, Star Wars like, Land. Adding that, like, they did with, Star Wars like, Land. No, no. Star Wars Land. I'm saying you want only Marvel. A oh, whole yeah. Marvel park, and there's different sections. There's Asgard, there's Wakanda, mm. New York, um, or like Avengers Headquarters. Yeah. Um, a theme park that's just New York. <laughs> Well, no, no, Disney no, 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 no. is California. You, no, no, it's California not the whole. Adventures California. It's not the whole theme park. I'm saying like you know how like in like Magic Kingdom, there's like Adventureland and Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I just think it's hilarious going to a theme park that's New York themed, because like. But that's like a big part of Marvel. That's that's well, literally yeah, California well, Adventure. I, I understand. That's like no, a California no, no, no. I, I totally understand what you're saying, but like New York is like. I'm just picturing a theme, a New York theme park that's like authentically New York, so it like smells like piss and it's covered in garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like you go to a, th- no, you go to a theme not... park, like you go to a theme park where like people yell at you and charge you four dollars for a bagel. Like <laughs> you have to do like bumper cars and taxis like and that traffic. That is to... actually what happens at my job. People <laughs> yell at me and I charge four dollars for a bagel. <laughs> Um, well, the, I want go back. Going back to the veto, I think my favorite part about the veto was that everyone not participating in it got to watch the veto because it was like presented on a screen. So we got to see like their whole reaction. So like when Tyler knocked over his cans, everyone was like, "Oh no!" It, I, I thought that was fun. I mean, it was really, entertaining. Don't they usually get to watch? 
Well, it's like if you're competing in it. Well, usually, like if you're not competing in it, you're just like in the background. It's yeah, not like they cut to you and they're like, that's "Oh not my true. gosh, that's not true." Yeah, entirely. Not, true. not all because the time. I'm thinking not of all the, the moment this season in the very first video. If you remember, I don't remember who says it, but someone was like, "Wow, Cody really likes those grapes." Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the Nicole's. Oh, he really likes those grapes. Yeah, so he funny. likes those grapes. And in the in the one that they just had a couple weeks ago, the puppet one. Marianne, where they kept yeah. Oh, yeah. cutting to people being jump scared. <gasps> oh my god, we're probably really close to hide and go veto. Well, no, they oh, like, yeah. they, they said that they're probably not gonna do hide and go veto because um Why? because when they do hide and go veto, somebody goes into the house to take out the like take out the hidden vetoes between when people are hiding them yeah that's true and they don't want to like contaminate contaminating everything yeah. oh yeah i don't think it's a huge deal if like one person goes in like maybe it just takes a little more time they could change it a little bit like they could do like um each person randomly draws a a room that they have to hide theirs in and only they know which room theirs is hidden in yeah. And you know, yeah. like, every room is going to get hidden in eventually, right? But you don't necessarily, yeah. you only get one room counted out then. That's a way they could do it. I don't know. But what were you yeah. thinking of? That'd be. That's a pretty uh, good Otev. Oh, yeah. Otev, oh, I think, is yeah. either next week or the week after. Otev's coming up. Um, so, Davon wins the veto. I was so happy. I was so excited for her. Her first good competition her. win. Yeah, good Ever. for her. Good job, Davon. Good for Davon. Um, I think she makes the right move here with the veto, taking off Kevin. I think so too. I mean, it's another number for her. Someone who'll always stay loyal to her. So, I think Danny makes a huge mistake by putting up Ian. Oh, for sure. Can I just say how upset I am because Ian I'm and so Tyler. Sad. I love Davon. You know, I love Enzo. I love what whoever, but I mean, besides like Nicole and Memphis, uh, I hate them. But mm-hmm. Tyler and Ian, I love them. And I wanted either one of those two to win like more than anyone. And Ian was playing such a good game, like such a good game. And it, this just would have shown that he wouldn't have been noticed until another week or two because yeah. he was the fourth person put up. Mm-hmm. And that just shows that he wasn't anyone's first thought, second thought, or even third thought. And he was robbed. He literally was robbed. Yeah. I just, I just think that the right move well, is to put up Christmas or Enzo, someone who yeah. you know is not going home, and just take Tyler out. Danny literally said it. If you take a hit at Tyler, you can't miss. Why yeah. are you putting him up? Like, I don't understand her thought process. Of like, I think because from my understanding, at that point, she realized she didn't want Tyler to go home. But why? Because the committee because, would have been so mad at Because they're all dumb. I think that that was like what and she because said. The commi- yeah, because yeah. she didn't want the committee to turn on her. The same reason that Nicole voted for Ian to go home instead of for Tyler to go home. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Nicole is so fake. Have you seen the things yeah. that she was doing on the feeds? Yeah. No. She There's basically a cut. 
Yeah. You, no, explain it, Josh. Go for it. Well, basically, someone edited this, and great. Before, like, the eviction happened, Nicole was like, what should I, like, say in my vote for Ian? Like, I don't want to be, like, the bad guy. Like, she was basically, like, trying to find stuff. She was acting. When she was crying and, like, mm-hmm. this is the hardest decision I've ever had to do. It, she literally said all that. So her thoughts was America wouldn't hate her. You could see her on the Ooh, live feeds. late, beach. Yeah, you could see no, her on the live this feeds. This people hate her more. Going, like, I'm thinking of saying, like, this is the hardest vote I've had to make, or this is the hardest thing I've had to do in three seasons. Like she was rehearsing it to a T. Damn. So she basically was like trying to make America think that she's still like the sweetheart instead of just like owning her decision, which yeah. would have made America way less mad. And she then all is- of her crying in the Ooh. DR is super, super fake. Like it's all fake. Here's the thing. You can tell when Nicole is crying for real. She gets red and puffy, and she's not a pretty crier. She was, quote, unquote, pretty crying when she voted to Vic Ian, I felt like. Yeah, and, like, when she was, like, when Danny puts up Ian, and then Nicole goes, no, Ian's literally my best friend in the house. I said, bullshit, dude. Yeah, Ian is not your – because, like, maybe this is just coming from a casual fan, but if they were such good friends – we would have seen them interact more than they did like once in week two yeah, when they made their alliance. We didn't see them at all together. Yeah. You don't really. see any fun moments of them. You see Nicole and Danny. It's like, bullshit. You guys are not best friends, dude. It, just, it pissed me off. I don't feel like there was anything in the eviction episode even worth talking about. I don't think so either. Not like, really. It was a very boring episode. Well, and the thing, okay. There was I, a fight between Danny and Ian, though, that we did not get to see on the feeds or on the show. Really? Yeah, they was talked it when, about it on the feeds. I don't know what happened. No one knows what happened entirely. That oh wasn't God. when Ian was like, I'm not going to vote for you if it's you. or No, no. It, this was not shown. It was cut from the feeds and cut from the show. And there was a oh. fight that happened between Danny and Ian, and we don't really know what happened, but I think it kind of probably secured his way out the door. Yikes. Um, because I think there was a very strong chance of a tie and Danny having to break the tie. Um, yeah. Clearly that did not happen, but I yeah. think that the fight may have secured his way out the door, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> he, was, he was literally robbed. He was like, I was so upset, man. I'm so upset. Like, this, this to me was like the part of the season where I'm like, well, you know, this sucks. Like, I'm just going to keep watching, but it's not like I'm actively like, no, I'm kind of so invested. I'm very much over it. (laughs) It's like a, yeah. yeah. I, I missed. I don't even know if I watched the full Vita or full eviction episode. But I missed at least one whole episode. But I think because I keep up on Twitter, I don't ever feel like I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because the episodes at this point, like, there's not a lot. There's nothing going on. And if there's something going on, then, like, it's on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I I think things. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think things are going to start heating up and getting more entertaining because... It's going to be the committee starting to turn on themselves, but 
but it doesn't even seem like they are this is something i want to talk about actually christmas is the worst big brother player ever christmas really oh my gosh okay like what about david let's okay let's classify this in two ways or three ways (laughs) if you take a cast of big brother right there's like four people usually who aren't actually playing or they're not playing effectively in any sort of way. David is one of those people. Christmas is at least playing a game. She has yeah. an alliance. This woman thinks that she has to stay loyal to the alliance because she was in BB19 oh, yeah. where the whole thing was like a team, right? We're all working together. The way she talks about it drives me insane. It's like she can't even fathom the idea that turning on your alliance might be the right move or cutting someone out of the alliance might be the right move. She's like, no, we're loyal. This is the alliance. Why would you do that? I don't understand. And I was like, like her whole thing with like Danny possibly putting Tyler up, it infuriated me. I was like, Christmas, you suck. You're so bad at this. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely see what you mean. Yeah, even Danny was like, Christmas isn't obsessed with the Alliance. Like I'm pretty sure she said that Yeah, or something did. really close to it, but she did. Yeah. I mean, they're already starting to turn on each other. There's no division between Tyler and Danny. And it's just going to be, I think it's just going to be end up being side split on that. It's going to be like captain America civil war. It's going to be team Iron Man versus team captain America. It's going to be like Enzo Cody and Tyler versus Nicole, Danny and whoever else. One thing I do want to talk about from the eviction episode is how, I don't know, even know the right word for this, like dignified and gracious of an exit Ian had. Yeah. His exit interview, I was so impressed by him. And I, and even like, um, Julie, like wouldn't stop talking. He was just, like, I'm, like, just happy to have been here. And, like, I'm proud of the game that I played. And I don't think I would change anything. And, like, if, like, they got one over on me, so good for them. Like, just kind of laid it out. And, and, like, he was honest with himself and honest about everything that he was feeling. And I thought that was very cool. However, another thing that I noted and I mean, people say this every single week, and but I do want to take note. So last week, before the when the competition started, Julie told everybody, like, everybody made the jury. Good job. There will be no pre-jury. She said there will be no pre-jury, like, back in whatever it's called competition. Buyback. Buyback. What are they buying? Their souls. They're buying their way back in. I don't know. Battle back? Isn't it battle back? Battle, battle back. Battle back. Um, yeah. The, the battle back competition. But she didn't say that was for post-jury. Like, if you make the jury, she didn't dilute. She didn't say any information to E. I think. Garrett's trying to talk to us. I know you follow Hamster Watch on Twitter. I do. I do follow Hamster Watch. 
I think Let's there'll be a battle oh, back. Oh my god, you've been sneezing for like four yeah. minutes. I know, but I'm muted and it's no one go away. Um, Hamster Watch has tweeted about how the August, no August, October 1st show oh, is it's two like, hours. Yeah. but And so people think it's either a double eviction or a battle back or both. Ooh, both would be good. But okay, but I but I'm bringing this up because so Julie didn't say anything specific to Ian about like he was saying things like oh I think this happened and this happened and this happened in the past weeks. Julie has said oh well here's what's going on. But she didn't say that to Ian, and almost all of Ian's um like goodbye messages were people being like. This is my alliance. Well, that's because when you're part of the jury, you're still like a member of the show. Yeah. And like you can't it's like you're sequestered, you know? That's what you, I was like say. The, no, they do no, this every season where like no, she can't I, tell what's happening. I I get that. She can't tell what's happening. But I think Todd is saying oh. that's not an inclination that it might be a battle back because they're gonna do yeah. it either way. Yeah, I and like because yeah, the jury true. is supposed to be like only what the game has told them. So if people want to say something in their goodbye message, that's fine. That's very big brother to be like, yeah. I'm sorry I had to vote you out. I did it because I'm in this alliance. That's I've, been, true. I've been tied to those four and I'm sorry I had to let you go. But Julie will never tell jurors any game information. Yeah. I did not put that. You're right. For but Ian, like, I think you're right oh, yeah. that there might be a jury battle back. I, I think w- so too. I definitely wouldn't be surprised if there is. Yeah, but like Nicole saying like oh i'm in this alliance or tyler it's a way for ian to go like oh well it wasn't out of malice like i get it like which he did he was like yeah but there's two things i want to say real quick first i don't want to dive in this subject too long because we've already had a pretty heart close to the heart podcast but i do feel like one huge reason nicole was so was crying all the time about Ian going out is because of the whole Memphis situation. Mm-hmm. And because the production talked to them, mm-hmm. that was what I heard. And she realized, oh, wow, I messed up. And uh, I got to make it seem like I love Ian so much. I don't think That's... the production, I don't even think it's just that production talked to them. They made them do DRs about it. All right. Well, Nicole was like, is it going to be on the show? Like on the live feeds, she was like, to Danny, is it gonna be on the show? I like that shouldn't be on the show. And it's yeah. like, Nicole, you were laughing about Memphis making jokes about Ian's autism. That's effed up. Like it should so, be on yeah. the show. Put it on the show. I dare you, Big Brother. Does uh, she know that a like a bunch of her sponsors dropped her? No. Oh. She is gonna be in for a rude awakening. Yeah. She's gonna see Janelle's fucking everything janelle said about her great janelle's been the best thing about big brother this season yeah both in the I, house and on twitter afterwards. i love so good i love janelle because janelle also tweets about love island yes she yeah. and i love it did you see that chrissy teigen is a justine and caleb stan yeah well because I, I like them. i also okay, well, well, <laughs> this is a hot i think we'll talk about this on the love island pod we'll talk about love island yeah i okay no, I want to keep talking about this. I think this is sometimes a hot take, but I love Chrissy Teigen. Like, it some people are take. like, mm, 
No, it's not a hot Chrissy take. Teigen. Like, well, a lot of people uh, love Chrissy Teigen, obviously, but I think a lot of people I'm don't kind of love Chrissy her. Teigen. Yeah. I love her. I have her cookbook. She's fine. I'm just kind of annoyed with her. But, but, but I, but when Justine and Caleb were like, I want to be like Chrissy Teigen. Oh, yeah. She lit- she tweeted so yeah, much about it. Yeah, that's what I it. saw. I saw her tweets about it. But then, um, to- but tonight, they... <laughs> no, this is not a spoiler. This is not a, this is not a content spoiler. Um, the Love Island... One of the, like, Love Island tweets was, like, at Chrissy Teigen. Wow. Oh. Uh, that's fun. Which I, I thought was cute. I want to say one more little thing. Go for it. Just, just like... The whole season and i was just like why isn't it happening in the 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 post-game interviews when people get evicted the post-eviction interviews shouldn't julie be the one wearing the mask and then the people not wearing the mask because yes. yeah why doesn't know, julie wear a mask i don't know because you know they're 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 gonna be they're not gonna have covid if they're in that house i also just think that they don't need to wear a mask when they're sitting in a chair 10 feet away from julie yeah, but it's yeah. like it's whatever but Anyways. It makes it feel COVID-y. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. We gotta talk about who's moving in next door. Yeah, I'm very curious about this. Um, I have some thoughts, and I am concerned and also optimistic at the same time. If it's Rachel Riley, we're in for a treat. If it's Derek, I'm I'm going home. I'm not watching it. I refuse. I was gonna say it's Derek. I was gonna take a bet right here and say Derek. I, I don't know who that is. Hate Derek. He, he, How do you he not know who Cody. Derek is, Elsa? He's the guy who pregame this entire season and set up the White Power Alliance because he's a cop. Oh, I did not know that. He's he, a cop. He won, won with Cody. He won with Cody. Is he okay. the one who, at the, like preseason, everyone was like, "Oh, he's gonna be on," but he's pregaming and Nicole snitching on him. Yes. Yeah. Um. In short, Derek is a cop who won BB-16. He also broke Big Brother in a way um, because he made, like, the whole, like, big alliance thing super popular, um, which is annoying and no one likes that. Like, the whole committee thing is very Derek. Um, Yeah. And it's basically been all but confirmed that Derek was heavily pre-gaming this season and making it seem like he was playing. But in actuality, he was just setting up Nicole and Cody for, like, a good win and the committee is basically a pregame alliance i'm pretty sure um maybe not entirely but like i know for a fact a lot of the white people pregame with each other and yeah. it just doesn't surprise me that Derek, the cop did this it's just it's so gross yeah it, it, it drives me crazy i hope it's not Derek. i hope it's rachel or dr will i've or paul i've heard theories that it's like that is what the jury house is. No, I don't think that's what's going to be because Julie said it's like a legend. And no offense to Ian, he is not a Big Brother legend. <gasps> what if it's Danielle moves back in? <laughs> no, I think there's like five people it could possibly be. It's yeah, it's Rachel Riley, Dan, Derek, Will, and maybe Paul. It need I think it has to be someone who lives in LA. So that takes like a lot of people off the board, right? I don't think they're flying anyone out to do this. Maybe they are, but I doubt it. Um, I, I, in my heart of heart, want to think it's Rachel Riley, but I don't think it is. Um, 
even though she just did a People magazine photo shoot, which could maybe incl- like make me think she's doing it. I don't know. I hope it's oh Rachel. God, Let's just pray is... it's Rachel. Hopefully I... it saves the season. Okay. This is totally unrelated. Actually, not really. You keep seeing Rachel Riley, mm-hmm. and I know that's a, a BB person, but in my brain, it's like, that name sounds so familiar because I wouldn't know who Rachel Riley is from Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Rachel Riley is the girl from 8 Out of 10 Cats Does Countdown who does the math. I don't know what that is at all. I don't know what that is either. <gasps> oh my god, it's a really good show. Um, <laughs> maybe another time. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> I think like we should wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. It's a British show that I really like, but what, like one of the main girls on it, her name is also Rachel Riley. Anything oh, else about Big Brother All-Stars Week 6, Danny's HOH to talk about? I have something. This is for CBS, you big, white, nasty, smelling fat bitch. Get a better show, please. It's not the show. It's the production. It's just the people. I've, oh. Well, make, make the show better, please. Yes, yes. I yeah. think it's the – I think all the people in the house who've done bad things, their actions are to blame – but for the show's quality, it's production's fault for even allowing them to get in the house slash um, making the show boring. Yeah. That's all we've got yeah. for you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back talking about Love Island. Yeah. Hopefully soon you'll see Ooh, that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm we've so excited. We've been having issues with the podcast uploading. So we'll, we're trying to figure that out. But that's um, okay. That's okay. Because, listen, that's okay. we're still new. We're still new to this. We're three people and we're still new to this and we all do very different things. And I live on the other side of the country. So sometimes it's just hard. We're all in school full time and I work full time. And I'm a full time dancer. It's and tough. Taj is a full time dancer. He's always at the top of the pyramid. It's tough. That's <laughs> tough. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, our next bucket list episode talking about freak show will be coming out soon too. Oh, for now though, thank you for listening. We just got real. Boom boom. We'll pow. see you on the next oh, one. Bye. 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 Oh, thank you. Okay, wait. Um, have you guys seen the video on Twitter? It's my favorite video right now. Definitely top 50 videos of all time. It's the funniest fucking thing I've seen in my entire life. About the two guys and like uh, Mona Lisa. Have you seen the whole version? No. It's like a full minute where they completely do stupid shit like that for a it's whole really minute. Da Vinci? Yeah, I've, da Vinci? <laughs> you know, the first question they get asked is like, how many hours are there in two days? And they're like, I don't know how many hours are on one day. What's 36? And they're like, 48? How do we know that? I was like, oh, it's, it has to be fake. Like, it it's has gotta be fake. It's gotta be fake. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Mona hey, Lisa? hey, 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 here. Da Vinci? Da Vinci? Da Vinci? It's so funny. I'm sending, like, the, the original that went viral right now. How many hours are there in two days? Oh, I don't even know how much is in one. Uh, 32. Two. <laughs> how are you supposed to know so who good. painted the Mona Lisa? They look so, also, they look so dumb. Yeah. When did it's they just... call the war end? <laughs> They're not even like twins. It's just the same person. <laughs> in the summer! 
Da Vinci? <laughs> oh. I love that they said there's the what's the biggest clock in London? And they got so close. They said Summer. Big Ten. Summer. <laughs> this should be South literally America. just like Tosh peeing his pants over this video. Really? <laughs> Sriracha was most from a volcano. Sriracha. Listening to you like cry laugh over this is the funniest thing I've heard all day. Those guys are funnier than I'll ever be. Those guys are literally. They should rule the world. They're so funny. I don't. I don't think they should rule the world.